Alright, so um, this will be maybe the final um, podcast, maybe, on this specific subject. If the Lord leaves, He leaves, you know. Um, so much in this, so much, so much prophecy. Um, and when I say prophecy, it's not necessarily like future, but present in the spirit. And as we grab hold of it, we walk in it. Um, and this whole podcast, I believe, I'm just looking at it um, from having served the last few um, messages. Um, I feel like the Lord is like just creating the awareness and the consciousness of our unity um, so that we identify with our connections and not just um, not just let people in our houses and then have them leave but find a, a room that we live in and other people you know in the body and they have rooms in your home you know in my father's house are many mansions mansions or dwellings um, this being um, almost uh, many dimensions without walls so that we can have exchange and fellowship and union with one another so that's really what I feel like this is about it's about creating the awareness of what is true in the spirit helping us to see the order and, and the, the, the value of the different gifts that he's given um, and dimensions he's given in the body of Christ um, different things like that I believe that's why the Apostle Paul had spoke specifically on like fivefold ministry the, the gifts of the spirit fruit of the spirit um, the workings of the spirit you know the work, workings of the ministry like he gave so much description so that they could discover participation and expression and they can discover identification and fellowship um, it's a scripture where Paul says in Philippians 2 he says if you um if there's any, um, what do you say, any fellowship in the spirit, any comfort in love, any exhortation or encouragement in Christ, if you receive any of that from the Trinity, if you receive fellowship exchange from the river of life, the Holy Spirit, um, if you if you received encouragement um, in Christ, if you if you had obtain any identification and mirror reality of Christ or if you have received any any comfort in love the Father's love the Father's love has overshadowed your being if you've received any identification as a son of God he says make, He says, if, if you receive any of this make my joy complete by becoming one heart one mind with one another by you know um, 
you know, becoming one heart, one mind, you know, discovering the unity of the faith. So, he shows that the reception of God in our personal time becomes an expression of God in our relationships. Um, and, and there's no one without the other, you know. That's like it says, make my joy complete. There's a joy in receiving, seeing that you're receiving as a child of God. But the complete joy is that you are now a conduit. You're now a being of currency of the kingdom so that what God reveals to you, he reveals through you. He gives seed to the sower, you know. Um, and then with the measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So it's like a continuous... Like tree of life, receiving nutrients from the ground, but bearing fruit of the spirit. So, um, I believe this is specifically to enable an awareness and, and, and an understanding without offense, um, with the encouragement to serve, with the encouragement to fight for unity and not fight for division not fight because you see division you know but fight for unity um be a peacemaker <clears throat> so um that kind of brings me to the discussion of i work at a plant i can't say the name because i, I guess it will, it's confidential the things that goes on in the plant um i worked at different plants so this specific plant that i work at or worked at um, it's, it builds specific cars it builds cars and um, just say okay let's just make a car up a uh, Silverado okay we're building a Silverado only so it starts it, it's five different governments that serves the process of that Silverado going being built from ground up. So you have the first one is body, where they put the body of the car together, all the metals, like it's just all metal. They put everything together to where it's it's revealing the form of the car. Um, then you have the paint shop. To where the body goes through the paint so that it has a coating of paint you know um, before it gets built and then after the paint shot it goes through um, what will they call it uh, like a interior an interior uh, interior line where it's the cars being um, infiltrated by all these wires by it connects the body to the interior electronics the um, the front panel where you got your your radio your wheel you know um, all of that all of the interior of the body and whether it's the seats whether it's the carpet 
and and each person is contributing to building this body or this this Silverado. So as it goes through that interior uh, shop, it goes to an, and it's different buildings in each of them. It's not just one specific area, but it's different compartments, different departments. I'm sorry that only steward that reality of serving that Silverado car to be what it needs in that moment. So, um, after it goes through the interior, it now goes through the marriage, which is the marrying of the body to the, um, to like the wheels the under part of the car uh what is that called like you got the wheel the wheel axle the it's like the skeleton the and it, and it has the gas tank in it it has um the pipes for the exhaust um what else the engine the heart of the car and it marries the body that's put together to to the the skeleton, I guess, of of the car. And they marry it, they bolt it up together so it's not separated. And and they make sure that goes through. Like they do everything they you know that they're supposed to do. And that's the fourth department. The fifth department is like the final area or the the finished area to where they're examining everything they're filling the car up with liquids that's not, that's necessary with gas with oils with antifreeze all these different things that's necessary to check in and make sure there are no defects so there is a process of examination and infiltration they fill in the car up and examine every part of the car making sure that it's presentable to the world um this is you know you know how the bible says like earth is grown up for manifestation of the sons of god um each person has to be developed into sonship and the sons of god is not personally developed people like Iron Man is personally developed. You know, Superman, Batman has their own personal journeys, you know, and then they fight together. No. This is a people that is developed from one to another. Um, in the knowledge of Christ. So, I mean, there's people over the country that is receiving the knowledge of Christ, whether it's the finished work of Christ, um, to where he's done everything. Um, he's given us everything like there are people knowing that very reality you may know it now but it's somebody learning it now you know in this moment and that is a that's an that's a fellowship we both partake in that fellowship of the spirit um in our personal walk but there is also a part where we fellowship with one another to where you know we go to church we go to 
and I believe church is being reformed right now. Um, so when I say we go to church, I don't mean we go to a building where we hear a message, but we connect with other people who are conscious of Christ, of their of their life in Christ and Christ's life in them. And there's an exchange that happens when when you talk to them. Like Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. So you sense his presence in your midst. You sense his his leadership, you know, and then his 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 willingness. He says, whatever you ask, you know, it'll be given so that your joy may be complete. So there's a confidence that his presence brings when two or three are gathered in his name. And there is a permission that his purpose brings. Whatever you ask, it'll be given to you, you know. So those are the two dimensions of of when we fellowship. We encounter the presence of heaven and the purpose on earth. Um, just like a marriage, any covenant has the capacity of, of divine love and a, a covenant that births and stewards a child, you know. Um, so I think that's that's a part of the fellowship that I'm talking about. Um, so going back to the part that talks about like the five different dimensions of of um, I was about to say the name of my plant, <laughs> Jr. You know the this this assembly plant that builds Silverados. Um, Every department has a has team members, which are personally personal people who are contributing. Like you got, just say you got a line that's ten cars long. You got twenty people engaging the cars, so it's ten on each side, and they're doing something different. You know, you may have somebody on the other side of the car doing something similar. But it's still different, you know. It's, it's, it's equipping the other side with what's needed, the other side of the car. Um, and then with that, you have a team leader who encourages the team to operate in their greatest capacity. And if they have any problems, they communicate it. Um, you have uh, people who lead groups, who... You know, you may have five team members on a, I'm sorry, team leaders on a line. And that specific group leader leads that those team leaders. So those team leaders are submitted to the authority of the group leaders, you know. And then the group leaders are submitted to the authority of the, of the, um, what would they call them supervisors and the supervisors are submitted to the authority of the CEOs or you know whoever's above them Supervi- it may be one supervisor for the whole plant and it may be um, 100 group leaders for a plant you know so like you see like there are dimensions of equipment 
you know, like I said, paint, body, or body, shot, paint, interior, um, body marriage, and, and final line, you know. And each, each department has the same order of government, you know, it was needed, um, but it's still in a different dimension. And I believe when Paul was talking about, you know, when Christ ascended into heaven, he led captivity captive. So he fulfilled all things. He descended into the deep in order to restore all things and ascend it in order to reveal all things. And he sent his spirit. And, and he sent his spirit to work through these gifts. These gifts that unlock other gifts, you know, and almost like senses, like, you know, you got five senses that, you know, smell, taste, touch, sight, hearing, um, and each sense is, is dramatically different than the other. You take one without the other and you're limited in your experience of, of the moment. And, you know, we know the gifts were meant to unveil the knowledge of Christ. Not necessarily make us look like something, you know. So the unity of the body is is unto the beholding of the Son. The identification with the Son, the intimacy and fellowship with the Son is not primarily for the restoring of the world. Restoration is revelation of Christ. Restoration is not doing things. It's seeing Christ. You know, whether it's Christ the healer, the result is your body's healed. You know, Christ the resurrection, the result is you raised from the dead. You know, Christ our righteousness, the result is you live sinlessly. So it's kind of like that. Like Christ is the substance and goal of our of our engagement um, and our knowledge to those who have awakened to the reality of the truth of Christ you know the believer they know that there's no such thing as becoming they know that they're not trying to become according to the flesh they're learning his becoming or they're becoming in him according to the spirit so then they're learning that they're in Christ so he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men and the gifts that he gave was the apostles the prophets the evangelists the um, pastors and the teachers um, to the equipping of of the the church for the working of the ministries until we all reach the unity of the faith. So let's look at that picture. Like He gave this government or these dimensions of his name, of his person, these dimensions that unlock the knowledge of his person. Um, and in these dimensions, they unlock the working of the ministries you know so if there's an evangelistic reality of um, 
we're forgiven. We're in Christ and we're forgiven. Jesus is Lord. You know, the word of truth. His light shines on you. You're, you're restored. You're reconciled to God. Um, the very light of that, the result of that, a working of ministry may be workings of miracles. It may be um, the gifts of healing, um, whether it's soul healing or physical healing, you know? You see what I'm saying? So there may be different compartments of expression within that that dimension of evangelistic evan- evangelist you know um, and you can go throughout each department and see the different qualities um, and you can actually see it in our day um, if you look at it you know you got prophetic ministries, you got seer ministries, you got deliverance ministries, you got healing ministries, you got um, theologians, you got teachers, you got preachers, you got, you know, um, you got pastors who are over the flock, you know, you have nurturers, you have, you know, worship music, soaking worship music, praise music, gospel music, secular kingdom music, you know. You can see the dimensions if you can, if you look, if you like dive deep into it and and, and, and let the spirit give you that discernment. Um, when you receive the eyes to see, you can see the kingdom working itself out. Um, and the more we look at Christ, the more we see beyond the flaws of the flesh. And we see what's working out in the spirit. And I think that is necessary. The more we submit to the head, the more we can fellowship with the body and see the body, see the order of the body. You know, um, so he gave gifts to men and established this order or revealed this, he he put in in the world, invested into the ground of the world, his very body. And in that was the capacity to restore all things. Because he said, like, one, God told him, sit here until I, until I make your enemies your, footstool, your footstools. So sit here until I make your enemies your footstools. So there's a working of Zion, of the kingdom of God, that is taking place and has taken place since Christ sat at the right hand of God and made intercession for us. And the intercession is for us to obtain sonship so that we can steward his promises in the earth, so we can steward his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, you know. And it's not through a personal stewardship. It's not through one man, everybody submitting to that one man. There may be submission to, to leadership. I'm not saying that. I'm saying participation in the realm of participation and communion, there will be equality. But in the realm of delegation, you know, like order and delegation, yeah, 
there may be God ordaining a leader to to delegate to a mass of people. You know, that's why Paul wrote to Timothy. Timothy delegated the mass of I think Ephesus, the church of Ephesus. So we can see that that Timothy was over or an overseer or a servant, a shepherd underneath that flock. But the purpose of a shepherd is to pull out the quality. Like we said, the fivefold is to equip the saints for the working of ministries till we all reach the unity of faith. So a servant isn't successful with the gifting that he's got until there's unity of the faith. Until there's unity of the faith, there's no success. And I believe, like, when I hear, hear Paul saying, like, I'm coming to impart gifts to you so that we may all be mutually encouraged. So he, you know, when a gardener sows into a garden, he's going to eventually eat. He's giving, but he's going to eventually reap what he's sown, you know. And um, due to the tribulation of our church upbringing, not just in our day, but the days beyond us, you know, generations before us. There's been dark ages in the church, in the body. There's been um, denominations and separation from one another in the name of Christ. And what that's done is created a, you know, the eye is over here, the ear is over here, the, you know, the mouth is over there, and not a family in which every dimension can develop and grow. What if every church had apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, um, in order, you know, you know, submitted to the order of the, 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 the love union and the delegated responsibilities, and they worked together in love, by love. They worked out the purpose of God by love, by their union with Christ, you know, um, and what if every church was like that? What if every church had people, you know, uh, people who they would send as evangelists into the earth that would um, bring many sons into the flock, into the fellowship with the body, you know, and and that they develop without being intimidated by the knowledge that other people have, you know? Like a family. You know, when you look at a family, you have mature adults, husband, wife. You have maturing children, you know, teenagers. And you have immature or maturing young children, you know? Five, you know, toddlers. Um, and even babies. When the baby is in need, each person contributes to that need. You know, and that family and fellowship, because there's love and union, they develop all together. Um, there may be times where the parents may go aside and talk 
about bills or whatever, you know. There may be deeper conversations, you know, just like how Jesus would take the three disciples, Peter, James, and John, to engage in deeper matters. Maybe the others couldn't handle it. Maybe he specifically chose them. I don't know. But he knew everybody's capacity, you know, and what if the body could do that? What if we had many rooms within our environments, our church environments, to where each function can can walk out its purpose? To where, you know, people can come in and get taught and, and taught about the gospel, about what God did in Christ. And every function is teaching specifically on Christ, the head, not on how to become, not on how to change, not on how to be healed, you know, you come in as a believer believing that you die with Christ, that you die to the old, and the baptism represents your trans, you're out of Babylon into Zion, you know, so you're a, a, a new baby, you know, born again, what if, what if the order was, was, resto was restored? Um, we could birth sons of God in a quicker time rather than um, somebody having a prophetic gift or prophetic lens and only having access to a, an evangelist pastor. And the evangelist is like speaking out of his dimension, you know, of, of what God did in Christ but not helping um, shape the, or, or even not helping pull out of that prophetic person, you know, that, what, what, the quality that God has given them. How can, how can we reach the unity of the faith if, everyone, if everyone's not participating? And how can we participate without it being division, without it being somebody starting a church? or without it being um, somebody having a personal ministry on YouTube, you know? How can this all be possible? It is possible, it's, it's, it's unfolding, actually. Um, but this is like vision, you know? Paul was exposing the blueprints of the design of a world conquering or a world changing or a world healing you know the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sun so a, a, we, we were called to put out the groanings to help the baby to be delivered help people to find rest in Christ but if there's no order in the body then a person finds religion and they never enter into the kingdom. They're never able to be presented before God. And they, you know, there's a unity of the faith that we have not yet seen. That when only when we unite will it be revealed, you know. And um, I believe that is what Paul. Like everybody was was 
was seen as what was necessary for for all things to be restored, you know. Um man. Ooh. <laughs> what time I got? Set a mouthful, thirty two minutes. Well um I'm man, I'm just a watcher. Not really I'm still growing, still growing, still learning, and but I did want to share this specific subject. Um, it's been on my heart for years, and because I haven't had a platform to communicate it, it hasn't been made known. You know, if God put some, if God put some on your heart, and it's not heard. You know, how can it be ran with? How can it be, you know, something that people see as a new lens? You know, knowledge helps people to see. Knowledge, um, it enables our capacity. It enables our, our, our perception to see differently. You know, perfect example, you know, the day we're in, like, the knowledge of the coronavirus, the, 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 not the results, not the numbers, because the numbers are, are, are not as intimidating as the knowledge, every newscast, every, everybody's talking about it, you know, the excess of the knowledge of the coronavirus has created a lens of, of fear, a lens of, you know, Six feet, you know, self-protection, self-preservation, you know. So that shows how knowledge can heal or kill. It can help or it can destroy. <clears throat> um, so I wanted to communicate that there's so many, there's so much on this, man. I, and I, I kind of wanted to just briefly blueprint it just shine light on a blueprint of how the plant that I'm at that I work at um, has all these departments that works to unfold what's in their blueprint you know what they represent and and it and as they unfold it it's drivable it's able to be presented to those who are hungering for it. You know, people need cars. Earth is groaning for suns. People need suns. Um, and it's the same thing. Earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God, but until we unite our, until we unite and discover the value of our differences, in the light of relationship, love, you know, um, until that happens, we would never discover being the solution to the earth. You know, um, <clears throat> this is this is huge, man. Wow, man. <laughs> the earth is groaning. 
manifestation of the sons of God. But it's not discovered until we love one another. And love is, you know, he says, love your neighbor as I loved you. How did he love us? He became one with us. <clears throat> he identified in us so that we would identify in him. That's the nature of of, of our spirit, of, of the Godhead. The Father abides in the Son, the Son abides in the Spirit, the Son abides in the Father, the Father abides. You know, Jesus said on that day, you'll know that I'm in the Father, the Father's in me. I'm in you, you're in me. That is the essence of our spirit, man. He, you will, you will re, re, remember and reawaken to what I breathed in you in the beginning. It would no longer be a mystery of what you are. You know the I am that is in Christ. The I am of Christ that is in the Father. The I am the of the Father that is in Christ. The I am of Christ that is in you. You will know that as your as as your being. So how much more does he want our unity on earth to mirror our unity in heaven? What if we identify in each other? Um, and and you hear in in Paul's in Paul's um epistles when he's like, man, like I am overjoyed over the faith and the love you have for one another. The faith that enables you to see God and Christ. You know that enables you to see um, your your union with Christ, your your union with God, your fellowship with the Father and the Son, but the love that responds to that union, that, that engages from that union to extend to another, to discover that union within another. And now it's the Godhead connected to the body, and the body connected to one another, you know, Yes, the head connects to the body, but the body connects to the body in the same capacity, you know. So, um, it, it's, it's something. It, this breaks all personal developments. It breaks all personal ministries, you know. We don't have personal ministries. We may have a personal participation, but we have a corporate a corporate union that we're discovering. The purpose of our personal participation is to uncover our union in a greater depth. You know, that's the purpose of our gifting. You know, um, and when we can serve the purpose of our gifting according to the assembly of God, the general assembly that's in heaven, um, we will be able to really play the part that God wants, you know. And um, I've been in this for about seven years now when I first got a revelation of the body of Christ. Um, <clears throat> and I've been serving, you know, um, secretly and silently. Um, and I guess this year, God wants me to speak out about it because... Maybe there's 
other people that are needing this, you know, that are needing to hear this, needing to know how important it is to God that we become one with one another. Um, how much development takes place when we do that. How much exchange happens when our love is exchanged for one another, when we identify with one another. How much we receive for one another when we identify with one another, you know. Um, he gives seed to the sower, you know. So, God bless you guys. Um, I, I don't know where to go from here. Kind of, I'm not really trying to be led when it comes to this. Um, it's a lot on my heart, but I, I definitely want to be led when it comes to this. So, be encouraged. Yes, our day is still unfolding. Be patient as well. Um, serve the purpose with boldness. You know, the purpose of unity on earth. You know, Father, Jesus said, Father, let them be one as we are one. You know, let them be in the spirit and be in expression. You know, yes, we're one in the spirit. We know that in Christ we're one with one another. But when it's discovered, that's when it's a completed joy, you know. So let's serve the purpose with fervency, urgency, just like, you know, a person who's trying to survive is looking for a job, is, is trying to make money for his family. Um, I think serving the purpose of the kingdom is what Jesus taught, taught us to seek first. And he said the other things that man pursues with fervency will be added. It won't be pursued, you know. So let's seek the kingdom. Let's seek the kingdom agenda. Um, let's grow together. Those that you may see, reach out to them, love on them. Those that you may feel conflict, pray for them, you know. Um, man, let, let's continue in the faith, man. We need each other in this day. Um, just like in a, I'm done after this, but it's the movie called The Avengers. Um, the Avengers, which are superheroes, um, they begin to unite and not just unite at first it was like five six individuals that united and they were like defeating darkness you know preserving the earth they were f fulfilling the groaning of the world you know and then there was a greater darkness that sought to destroy half of the world you know death <laughs> Thanos means death um so not only these five, six individuals united, but from all over the universe, Avengers from all over the universe begin to unite and communicate. They begin, they begin to communicate and they begin to participate with one another. And they discovered a camaraderie. They saved each other. They, they rescued each other. They loved each other. They, they fought each other. They reconciled, you know, um, and the more they progressed, the more they became one. And um, 
and they defeated death. They, they defeated Thanos. And um, it's the scripture that says the last enemy to be defeated is death. The last enemy to be under the feet of Christ, you know, the body of Christ, will be death. So, be encouraged, man. Love you guys. God bless you. Bless whoever listens to this. Father, I just thank you for, uh, thank you for just your revelation, your understanding, your wisdom, your way to connect one to another, your way to ignite um, the things of your spirit from one person to another, your way to help us to see that we're united in the spirit, your way to help us to see that, that you are our mind. You know, you help us to see that we have the mind of Christ. And in the mind of Christ, we have fellowship with one another, fellowship with you. Thank you um, that in your mind, we have life and that more abundantly. Thank you for teaching us that. Thank you for helping us to help one another. Thank you that this is all unfolding. The kingdom is unfolding. The body is being united, whether in music, whether in business, whether in the church, whether in politics, whether in education, media, whatever aspect of life, the corporate man is arising. Um, So just pray that you bless whoever hears this um, so that they're edified and encouraged. Jesus' name, amen.